Conley, your host of the Nuts About Nutrition podcast. We have an awesome day here. Uh, It's really fun. For the first time on the show, I am pleased to introduce you, my partner in crime, Lauren Vondra. Lauren, how are you doing? (laughs) Hello, I am great. How are you, Jim? I'm fantastic. You are nuts. For nutrition. I am nuts for nutrition. <laughs> Capital for <sure>. N. <laughs> N squared. N squared. That'll be your next tattoo. So what I was thinking about is I was going to introduce Lauren to you differently. We're going to keep it above board here today. She's got mm-hmm. an awesome nickname. Maybe we'll unveil that at the end. Listeners, stay tuned. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to Easter egg <laughs> it that way for sure. But Lauren, thanks for being on the show Thank today. Thank you, yeah. The reason why I'm looking forward to this show more than anything is the topics that we're going to talk about, but most specifically is because of you. Yay! Oh, you boy. You have an awesome personality. <laughs> thanks. I have seriously not met anybody who has come into contact with you and walked away saying she is just phenomenal. Well, that's encouraging. Thank it you. Is. It should be. They, hey, <laughs> that's you did awesome. it. You do all the work. I I'm, so. yeah. It's good. So, welcome to the show. Really appreciate <laughs> that. Um, for the audience, real quick, can you tell them a little bit about like what do you do at McGraw Hill? Sure. So, I'm the portfolio manager for microbiology and nutrition. So, I work with um, a lot of people internally to help develop products. I work with um, our current authors on micronutrition. And a lot of my time lately has been working with people who want to become authors um, and trying to to work with them to see where they could possibly fit in into our portfolio um, and working with subject matter experts, which has been really fun lately, trying to get some new some new people in those. We can do a quick station break for uh, station identification. This is a Nuts About Nutrition <laughs> podcast, and we're breaking because if you are interested in getting involved... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Lauren.Vandra at mheducation.com. Do you want to give me your cell phone number? No. Come on, that's fun. I'll get the cell phone number. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, actually, no, actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's 563-214-6014. Now, what what do a lot of the youngsters say? Let me give you my digits. Those are my digits. Those are Lauren's digits. Yes. So, So, text, FaceTime, call... Looking for subject matter experts for nutrition, or if you're a micro and you're listening to this, really yep. looking to enhance that aspect. Yes. And if you're a faculty member and you're listening to this, and maybe you're teaching microbiology or nutrition, yeah. one show that I think we definitely have to do is we have to have one that will talk about the microbiome yeah. in your gut. Yeah. And yeah. like how just diet is a big thing. So I just read a bunch of articles about this yesterday. Yeah. I'm really jazzed. So if that's in your wheelhouse, get a hold of Lauren yes, and myself. Please. I that is super interesting to me. A couple of weeks ago I was um, at the University of Texas San Antonio and I was sitting in on a lecture and that is what we were talking about. And it was fascinating to me. Yeah, it's so, so cool. All right, so we're gonna go a little bit rapid fire here. I know you have a ton of things you've worked on in the last mm-hmm. year. Yes. That are interesting, but do you want to maybe list one or two that um, maybe aren't the most common in terms of what people might think about that we're working on or things that you're excited about? Yeah, so the last year's been a whirlwind for me. Um, so we've got some really significant things kind of coming down the pipeline. Um, some more to come on those kind of secret projects, maybe on another podcast. Yes. But um, we've been working on a lot of revisions for our texts. Yeah. We've got the shift brands. There's two there. We've got Ward Laws Contemporary. We've got some new editions coming out there. 
So 2020 and 2021 are going to be massive for the nutrition market with a lot of new additions, a lot of updates, a lot of um, new dietary changes coming out in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's going to be a big deal when the dietary guidelines get updated. I remember that from... You know, years ago where that was a pretty big challenge for us to revise all the product that we had. Yeah. But now we've yeah. got two big revisions next year. So let's kind of delve into the details sure. on those. So you said Shift Essentials, right? Yes. It's coming out in January. January, yep. Um, from your standpoint, like what are some of the big things that we're doing on Shift Essentials? Yeah. So nutrition is always changing. So we need to stay current and relevant. So we have done some pretty extensive revisions for the third edition. So we've got new blood pressure guidelines, um, new recommendations concerning timing of food for infants, um, which is really important, especially, you know, if you are a student maybe going into nursing, that would be really, really important. Um, Physical activity recommendations have all been revised. And one thing I'm really excited about for essentials is a new feature called culture and cuisine. So Wendy Schiff, the author, has um, interviewed different students or instructors about um, if the United States is not their home country, where they're from, and they've talked about the traditional foods and dietary practices from around the world. So it's really interesting. So you get to learn about, um, like, two examples I pulled were Indian food and kind of the process that goes into making it, where they find the food, how they prepare it, and then Mexican food which is my personal favorite, so I needed to read that about the Mexican cuisine. And I'm only smiling, Lauren, because what the audience doesn't know yes. is literally you had like 10 minutes to prepare for this podcast. <laughs> that is like how awesome you are. <laughs> I just had to go look at a few examples. I just, yeah, I, I pulled up some some text. But that's the way Lauren operates. She is pure awesome. It's great. <laughs> It's really great. Okay, so when you look at your vision for Shift Essentials as yeah. a portfolio manager, you know you work hand in hand with your product development team. Yeah. Also with Wendy Schiff and the authors that we have on that. What's your vision for it? Yeah. So, Essentials is the kind of nutrition book that I would have used as a student because I was a non-science student. I was needed to take things at the introductory level. I was a journalism major, so I really like Shift because it's art focused. It reads like a magazine so when you flip through it there is text and photos that appeal to visual learners is what I am so I really like that vision because it's so different than everything else right now um so I think staying that course and really continuing with it because it's growing market share we're getting some larger adoptions throughout the country so I think just staying that course and really marketing towards the correct student yeah, I think that's great. Now, when you think about your favorite aspect of Shift Essentials, what would it be? Mm, if you had to list one. Yeah, so probably it's just very consumer-oriented for the student. Um, it's got practical tips on how to prepare food, how to cook food, and, you know, food safety is really important, so we don't want students, you know, in the kitchen getting food poisoning, so Wendy Schiff goes into some great detail about food safety and health um, and making it healthier. So I think that's really important, um, especially so it's visual. Um, it's it's good for the students. Yeah, that's awesome. And Wendy, if you're listening, thank you for doing such a great job on 
this edition of the Shift Essentials. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're all really excited about that. We hope that you are all as excited yeah. as you are. You will be when you see it. I'm excited about this edition. It's really fantastic. It's going to rage. It is. I like it. It's going to be doing it. Yes. Okay, so the second big thing that you were working on just recently is the Wardlaw's Contemporary Functional. Correct. Yep. Um, So what's the scoop there? What are some of the new changes with that title? Yeah, so this one is something important to remember. It is the functional approach coming out in January. So it's where vitamin and minerals are taught by body systems. So this one has a ton of changes. And so two of my favorites, um, the first one is Farm to Fork. So it's a new feature that spotlights a food item and then traces its path from the farm to our plates. So it goes into um, where the food grows. How do you pick the correct head of lettuce? How do you pick this? How do you prepare it? Um, And how does it ultimately end up on your plate? Which I think it's really cool, especially with students being interested in sustainability it, it fits right in there. Um, and the next huge change is the feature called Ask the RDN. Um, it's updated, and it's in every single chapter, and it addresses really popular questions that students have um, and, like, popular topics that maybe are in the media, um, like keto diet. Like, let's ask an RDN about that and see, like, wh- where's the science behind it? So that's yeah, really I, exciting. I love that example, too. So uh, keep in mind, too, I did a show last week where I talked about the case studies that we have that are in uh, all of our Connect sites. So either of these two brands have them, where we talk about the keto diet as an example. Yeah. A student can go in, they can learn about the keto diet, answer some assessment questions, really phenomenal stuff. But to me, that's the awesome thing about nutrition. There's so much out there in terms of... Oh, yeah. You know, myths. Yeah. You know, things that you could think, like my wife always gives me a hard time. She's like, if you ate X, you, you would believe... You know, many different things, and yeah. I won't give you the specific examples because she's pretty funny, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. And then the farm to fork that's another feature where I really like that. We're, we're from the Midwest, yeah, um, but it doesn't matter. You know, this is relevant on the East Coast, the West Coast. Sustainability is a big, big deal, and students are really interested. Yeah, in they are. It's great, it's interesting to me that they're so interested yeah. into it. So. It kind of shows, I think, that we're turning a corner. I hope so. We're really starting to see, like, as an example, I saw an article the other day about bees. This article yep. said bees are the most important living yeah. thing on the planet. And it's true because everything that we eat really relies yes. on that bee. And it's species. so nuts to think about that. Oh, and what we're doing. I mean, we got to figure I know. that out. That's a whole other podcast. We're, we're, <laughs> we're talking about happiness here, not, not anything that's bad like that. Okay. Um, so when you look at Warlaw's Contemporary Functional, similar story with um, Shift Essentials, what's your vision for this title? Yeah. So this is one, um, it's very popular. I mean, all of our titles are very popular in the market, but this one, the functional approach is getting some, some is getting noticed. Yeah. Um, more and more instructors are teaching the functional approach. Um, so really just continuing on staying the course with this title, growing, um, growing our market share, growing our digital offerings as well. So this team specifically loves to stay like on trend with the market and what the market wants. So they're always trying to appeal to today's students and appeal to the instructors. So the the team is wonderful. Um, so I'm really excited to continue to work with them. But my vision is just to you know keep moving forward. So... Yeah, big shout out to the team, and that's a wide range of people. It's yes. the author team, 
you know, product developers, folks that are working on the digital. Yeah. This is really one of the best examples of yes. solid teamwork. Yeah. So kudos to everybody. Yeah. Hopefully they're all listening. Yeah. Ann Smith, Angela Colleen, and Colleen Spees. They're three very hardworking people at Ohio State. Um, they love to stay on trend. So it's, it's, it's really exciting. It's really fun. And sometimes it can be really stressful making sure we have space and time to get everything put together yeah and you i know there are a bunch of nuts about nutrition fans out there yeah you all know that angela was on the podcast earlier she's episode number one yeah number one always special yeah and then we're gonna have a really fun show with colleen colleen spees uh coming up good we just got to get it all scheduled and you guys are gonna really love that one for sure you'll have to ask them how with all of the different things happening in nutrition and all the new research, how do they determine what is the best fit to put in the text? That is the question. Yeah. That is interesting. a tough one. Yeah. Okay. So for this title, if you had to list the one thing that's your favorite, what would it be? Um, that's a really good question. So I think it's how relevant it is for students and it really f- like focuses on how nutrition makes a dramatic influence on your daily life. Um, so when I started this role, I read all of our nutrition books cover to cover. And this one I really enjoyed because it was, it really helped me understand how what I am eating affects how I'm feeling. Um, I'm very particular in what I eat, um, for good or for bad. I eat a lot of junk food, but it helped me open my eyes to why I'm hungry all the time when I only have coffee for breakfast and lunch. So clearly I'm not getting enough nutrients and I'm not being satisfied. And this book really helped me realize how relevant that actually is. Exactly. So you get a choice right now, Lauren. Yes. So I have two more questions for you. We can go rapid fire through those. Okay. Or we promise the audience an Easter egg. All right. Let's give them their... Should we do the Easter egg? Easter egg. Okay. What an Easter egg is, we want to see who's listening to the show. So if you send either me or Lauren an email, we're only going to do this for the first person that does it. Um, If you send us an email and you mention one of the top features of either of these two brands, just one of them, or you might just even just reach out to Lauren and I and say, hi, great show. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. We're not going to be real like rigorous on this. Yeah. But how about this? We might as well do the first two. It's we're generous today. First two, yes. The first two people that do this. We have two titles coming out, so the first two people. First two people. You will get a $25 gift card Mm. from Lauren, from Jim. We'll each send it to you. It'll be a lot of fun. But just send us an email. Or you can text Lauren at... You have my number already. (laughs) 563-214-6014. Text me and your gift card will be in the mail. Text or email. doesn't matter. Yep, either way. choose. Um, the only exclusions are the McGraw-Hill authors. I was just going to say author team. <laughs> guys, sorry. No. Yeah. Sorry, okay. guys. So here's your last two questions, Lauren. So when you look at education, okay, um, what is the biggest challenge that you see like from your shoes? Mm. I think right now the biggest challenge is keeping students engaged in the classroom and really like overall student retention. You know, being on campus and sitting in on lectures, it's, like, I like to sit in the back so I can watch the students, and it is hard to keep them engaged. Everyone has their laptop or their tablet or their phone, and you'd like to think that they're on the you know course LMS or they're on whatever they're using for the classroom, but most of the time they're not. Yeah. Um, and 
I think that is the biggest challenge. You know, everyone's being pulled in multiple directions in life and it's hard to find a way to keep the students to concentrate on the course and understand the materials and then graduate. That's an important thing. So I love the fact that you mentioned that. And also, if you're listening to this and you're a professor and you want Lauren or myself to come sit in on one of your lectures, that's an open invitation. That's something yeah. that, that she and I do regularly. Yeah. Um, we do get kind of hung up sometimes on time, but we will definitely slot it in. Um, and all of our McGraw-Hill staff, we love doing this. Because the thing that we learn, what Lauren said so eloquently, is we learn the perspective of the student. Yes. It's hard because we can't really fully get into that mode. But I remember recently I was in a lecture hall, 400 students. I had a friend of mine that was lecturing. He is phenomenal. <laughs> like whenever he does speeches, um, he's standing room only all the time. So I was thinking, man, if I were a student, I would love to be in his lecture. Yeah. And in my row of people, there were 20 of us. And within the first five minutes out of the 20, guess how many of us were on another device, whether Ooh. a tablet, a phone, or like you know the browser? 15 out of 20. Probably a lot. Maybe it not. was 18. Yeah. Oh. And I remember looking around. I was Wait, like, are you included so in that 20? Yeah, I said, this is so sad. Like, how can these students do this yeah. to the poor, awesome professor? Yeah. And then what I realized is I had my phone in my hand. And I was one of the guilty. 18. You were. Yep. Oh, I figured you'd be the one of the two that was paying attention. Well, normally, but on this day, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I was just distracted. It's hard. I looked down, and obviously, I was like, "Darn it, this is I know. a problem." So I agree with you. I think distraction. Yeah. Well, yeah, and when I'm sitting in on the lectures, I am usually have my laptop up, taking notes of things that I don't want to forget. But you know, that email pings, and you have to check it. And then I find myself, you know, being pulled in another way. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing when I was looking at this, so I paid attention for the whole lecture, and I was watching students and what they were doing with their devices. Yeah. And there were some of them that would hear a term, and almost instantly they were Googling it to find out, like, what are the images out there? Oh. What the definition was. And I didn't, you know, have time, couldn't catch them to ask each one, but I wondered, you know, why they were doing that. I wondered if they were just listening to what he was saying and trying to get another source. Yeah. It's hard to say for sure, but uh, it was just an interesting well, They're too timid to raise their hand and say, hmm, what, what does that mean again? And it could be, you know, 400 students, maybe there wasn't an opportunity Yeah, for that. that's true. But uh, or, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that guilty. is. So yeah, that's that hard. Again. So if I come to your, your lecture, I will put my phone away. Check it at the door. It's gone. <laughs> No matter who needs to get a hold of me. Yeah, that's not the truth. Okay, so last question. This okay. is a good one. This is a tougher one, um, and I know you might yeah. refer on this, but you already know where I'm going. When you look at five to ten years from now, what do you see in higher ed? Yeah, I. you know, when you sent that question to me, I was really thinking about that a lot. And it's hard to, it's hard to tell. Yeah. But what I see right now, so a little backstory with me, I am getting my master's degree right now. Um and I haven't been a student in a really long time, but I am finding that I'm seeing a huge shift in the way that courses are being taught. Um, two years ago when I started the program, I'm doing it one course at a time, so it's like a four-year program for me, but it was all face-to-face. -face. It's slowly evolving into a hybrid model, and now everything I'm doing is online. Um, for better or worse, I, there's things I like about it, there's things I dislike about it, but I can really see that five to ten years, things really moving to an online base, especially for re the remote student who can't get to school. I mean, we have a lot of that right now. Um, 
I think that's going to be really important. I think course materials are going to be um, easier to get students' hands on, the appropriate course materials. So, yeah, that's, that's a really hard question to answer. I figured, and it's been one of my favorite questions to ask all of the folks that are on the podcast you know, over the many years, and it's one that I, I wonder if I should go back and really gauge yeah. all the answers to see how it's moved over the last two years. You should. That would be really good because I know I've changed my mind on that one a lot. Well, you could change your mind on that question every day. Every day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Determining on what, who you've talked to and what yeah. you've been hearing. So. Well, we would be remiss. This is a McGraw-Hill Education podcast, and we do have a lot of um, collateral out there. If you haven't seen the affordability and outcomes. Yes. We also have a wonderful piece on um, equity. Yes. And how we really, really feel that education access to material should be an equitable scenario mm-hmm. for every student no matter Agreed. what and there's plenty of things out there so if you're interested in those pieces yeah let you me can know reach out and we'll, we'll get those sent out yeah we'll get those to you absolutely well lauren i know we're running close on time and you're busy because you have many things to do i do i want to thank you for being on this show you've heard this from me a lot you are the best <laughs> Thanks, Jim. So thanks for being on the Thank show. You. And uh, we'll be in touch. I want to follow up on some of these um, ideas that you have. Okay. Um, specifically just about the challenges and what we're doing going forward. So will you be back on the show? I will, yes. And maybe next time we'll give them the, the nickname. I know. We avoided it today because we wanted to cliffhang you a little bit. <laughs> yes. Because that's the way we roll. Absolutely. That's great. <laughs> so this is Jim Conley uh, signing off here for the Nuts About Nutrition or Nuts for Nutrition podcast. I can't even remember the name of my own podcast We're nuts, anymore. and it's all nutrition-based, it's based, all about nutrition. so it's fine. We really love it. If you don't mind, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, Stitch, or Spotify, wherever you catch your podcasts, leave us a review that's four or five stars for sure. That helps us um, not only do the star rating, but then write something in there, whatever yeah. it may be, like anything. It feedback anything, is always helpful. Good feedback. But positive, positive, positive feedback so that other people will discover the podcast. And certainly if you have show ideas, send those in. We'll want to get those on the show roster. If you want to be on the show, definitely reach out. Yeah. And uh, remember, we got two gift cards on the line here. Remember, send Lauren an email or Jim, or you can send both of them to Lauren. Yep. Or both of them to me, whatever you want to do. My email address is james.conneley at mheducation.com. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening to this episode of Nuts About Nutrition. Yay, thank you. Woo-hoo.